Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. The Late Night Flight is brought to you by me. That's right. Me. Who else is stupid enough to risk their own job and livelihood to entertain you? Me. Who else is willing to articulate a high-level ratchet content on their own dime for your ears? Me. Who needs your support to become a radio god in a country where systemic racism, the lack of support from your own people, and the fact that all radio gigs in America are occupied at the moment, so he needed to get on his Harriet, his Harriet Tubman, and create his own lane to be heard? Me doesn't have a wife did you hear me who doesn't have a wife because he can't pay rent because he's too busy risking his life being a program director for a sham a sham of an online radio station who i made famous i made you famous now who i made famous with my brain power and my drive to become radio god to become the man of multimedia. Me. Enjoy the show. It's a bunch of us. I'm a in the colony. Hold on. Everybody on a mountain. Everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it. I'ma win it, baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash a bird. 40 on the tech. Yeah, I make the nerdy if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that it takes to make a black a nation. Hold on. Who shot the stallion? Megan the Stallion, um, I guess a few days ago, Megan the Stallion, it was reported that she was injured while she was at a pool party with Tory Lanez, Kylie Jenner, some, some other people up in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, as more information came out, it was found out that Meg the Stallion was actually shot, allegedly by Tory Lanez. Who uh, they appear the the the, the, the blogs are saying they had some sort of romantic relationship. Um, they had a little falling out, and she was trying to leave, and he ended up shooting her in her foot or in her leg or somewhere. In her like all of night extremities. That's the that's the that's the initial <laughs> idea. Like he shot her in the pinky toe, but. Right. I want to I want to I want to take a second to say something because, you know, we had the conversation, you know, uh, a couple weeks back about black women not feeling protected. Yeah, this is it. right? You know here. And I feel like, you know, this situation is this is not the time for this. Like this is uh, a serious situation. You know what I'm saying? Like Tory Lanes, you know, and all of this stuff is alleged at this point. You know what I'm saying? But if he shot that woman, like there's no excuse for that shit. There was no reason. I don't care what transpired. I don't care that he's only five three and 120 pounds. And she's she, only five three. He's five three, 120 pounds. She's five nine and probably a solid one eighty. Hey yo, chill. Hold on. First of all, first of all, let's back this up for a second. Megan the Stallion's five nine. Yes, she's, she's tall. Now, now, now I want her. I didn't want her at first. Now I definitely want her. And hold on, hold on. He's five. So you telling me I'm two inches taller than Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez is five three, 120 pounds, according to his arresting documentation. I'm five five, 
I want to. I want to say one sixty three. I don't know. Yo, you telling me I got a shot with Megan the Stallion? I don't even like like her, like her, like her. But I would. If, yo, I, that's if what I told me. If you telling me she dating short guys, I am definitely about to get an Instagram so I can DM. I'm, and I'm definitely showing her, you know, like chest, like my with my chest out. I'm going all in, like you know. So I'm not even going to lie. I'm, I'm giving her the dating, kid cool image. She's dating short millionaires. Well, listen. I feel like I feel like you know. If I meet Jay to get this shit on Fox Five, I think I'll get there. I feel like I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the what the aspects of their relationship was, but it did sound very Harlem Nightish, where they had a spat. He ended up shooting her pinky toe. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that is definitely uncalled for. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pally right here. And now we have Hanif Sowell, the senior correspondent of the light-skinned delegation. What, what the f*** is that? Light-skinned delegation? <clears throat> we, the light-skinned delegation slash coalition slash network, are currently deliberating Paris Jackson's, the daughter of Michael Jackson's application into the delegation. She identifies herself as a black woman and would like to be considered on the basis of her paternal heritage. She quoted her father's hit song, Black or White, in the entrance exam. We would like to enlist the help of all delegations to help us make the decision. Please speak now or forever hold your peace. We should also be aware that should we accept Paris's application, we may be sued by Rachel Dolezal. Thank you for your cooperation in this matter. No further questions at this time. Is Nick Cannon wilding out? And how can he control his own destiny in multimedia? So Nick Cannon lost his job at Viacom, CBS, uh, due to some uh, comments that he made in reference to Jewish Jewish people and Black people being the uh, original Hebrews um, and any kind of reference where, you know, uh, Caucasian or white people being savage uh, is what caused them to kind of come into other people's land and colonize and take over and that didn't sit too well with the powers that be. They got Nick up out of Viacom rather quickly. Um, you know, he tried to stand on it and, and ride, but I guess the pressure got too thick and he ended up apologizing for it. Um, I don't like the fact that Nick Cannon has to mince his words in that way. You know, when Nick Cannon has been who Nick Cannon has been for his entire career and you know he 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 generates money you know for these businesses but i feel like this is a a break in the buck type situation where it's like look don't get out of line don't get too comfortable and you know it's sad that you know there's not a platform that he can that he's able to fall back on where he could stand on his words and continue moving forward with his business without repercussion hey yo man you know what? Hey, look, can I, can I, I want to do my Stone Cold impression real fast, yo. Uh, I need two beers, two beers, three beers, three beers. You 316 just said, don't say Rothschilds. Give me a hell yeah. Get the f 
God. Are you serious? This guy just says Rothschilds, Savage, and then all of a sudden he gets kicked out? Hey, yo, let me tell you something. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're brown. I don't care if you're Asian. I want everybody to open their ears. This is what happens when you are in a position of power and you have the advantage. Again, I'm going to say it again. This is what happens when you are in a position of power and you have the advantage. So in Viacom CBS, this organization is driven by American Jews. Nothing wrong with that. Shout out to the American Jews. Nothing wrong with that. Now, if Nick Cannon and the black community think that they're alone in this, oh, no, 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 my friend. The American Jew is letting you know that you say anything, anything, even their, even their, their, their bloodline families, you say anything, they're going to shut you down only because, again, this is what happens when you are in a position of power and you have the advantage. Hanif, I don't know if you know this, but maybe a decade ago, there was a young man who also got kicked out by the Jew delegation, and his name was Charlie Sheen. If you don't remember Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen had probably one of the best sitcoms in the mid-2000s called Two and a Half Men. The show was so good. Do you know how much he got paid his last season on that show, honey? I'm not familiar. $1.8 million per episode. And I don't know how many episodes were made that season, but on average, the average sitcom in Hollywood airs about 13 episodes. So whether it went 10, 13, or 17 episodes, Hanif, you went $1.8 million an episode, okay? Right. He went up in that office and said some slick talk to a couple of Jews that were executives in CBS. He got kicked out. Now, here's where it gets funny, and this is where when you're a black person, now you're going to start scratching your head and be like, damn, we really need to support each other. Because, see, Charlie Sheen slick talked some Jewish people, left, went to Fox, got a show called Anger Management, got paid a million dollars an episode, and then on top of it, if the show went past 100 episodes, which it did, by the way, he got paid $2 million an episode. Winning. So think about that for a second. Now, to bring back Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon is also going to Fox. If you haven't heard, he's going to have a Nick Cannon talk show. But it's not going to come out this year. It's going to come out next year. They want to get, you know, get this stench off right now. And then the mad singer is still going to keep him on as a singer. Now, that's cool. So shout out to Fox for, you know, being a home to not only Charlie Sheen winning, but Nick Cannon as well. So Nick Cannon's availability is pretty general right now with Wildin' Out just being on regular TV. If he goes independent and has to create it where he's on a streaming service, you're going to have to go and look for his content. You're going to have to download it, pay for it. And it's all of these things that takes a level of support that doesn't get him the same levels of attention that having it on MTV. Does it come on BET sometimes? It's on MTV. Yeah, it come on BET sometimes as well. BET, you know what I'm saying? It's on his uh, regular, whatever regular channel it comes on. Like, it's it's totally accessible for people to watch it whenever. But that's and, the point that I was trying to make to you before as far as with BET being owned by white people. 
That's the point that I'm making. He don't have the money. He, well, I don't say he don't. He, maybe he doesn't have the money to have his own, very own streaming service. Think about, yo, Joe Rogan has money too. He was just making a show on YouTube. Maybe Nick Cannon need to be on. I feel like if I'm Nick Cannon, I can just jump on YouTube, a place where you got a little bit more freedom to make whatever content you want. And he has done this before. Remember when, well, I don't want to talk about that. Remember, well, let's talk about it. I ain't going to talk about it, but remember those uh, white face, uh, <laughs> remember those white face blogs he was doing for like a little while? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? On YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So he can use YouTube as a platform to make his own content and people will flock over there if you want to, but to have your own streaming ser service where let's say you need a Roku or a Fire Stick to go get all that. First of all, I think that would actually be to his favor. You know, I work for a cable company. A lot of people don't even want cable that much because people are over here trying to gimmick you and say, well, I'd rather buy Hulu. I'd rather buy YouTube TV. I'd rather buy uh, Netflix, whatever the case may be. So if you want those streaming services rather than normal cable, then, hey, it's simple to find a streaming service by anybody. It's just that I think that takes money to do. Like Blaze TV or OAN Network, these streaming services that tell the news that people don't really necessarily know about. They just know about MSNBC, Fox News, CNN, C-SPAN. They get a lot of attention because a lot of people in the middle of America don't have cable. They get streaming services. They buy the streaming app. But that takes money to have. I don't think Nick Cannon money is... Like, I don't think Nick Cannon is trying to invest in a streaming channel. Yeah, and this is, this is, if you look at the structure of all of that, like, this is primarily why reparations make sense. It's because what you have is you have a head start. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pally right here. What do reparations look like in the eyes of America's government in 2020? So the town of Asheville, North Carolina, approved steps towards reparation for its Black residents. Yep. which is basically including um, some measures to strengthen Black people economically. Um, they're doing a lot of things uh, shy of cutting a check. So they're doing some things around the community that's going to strengthen Black people and put them in a position to uh, better themselves economically um, as a step towards making right the... Uh, the evils of slavery. But, but Hani, don't we already have some of this stuff that they're saying that this bill is going to produce? I mean, don't we have money that go towards affordable housing, business, home ownership, career opportunities? And then they got in quotations. This is really funny right here because this is how you know they don't want to give you any money. So right. in quotations, they're saying, according to the bill, this is, what, this is what the money is going towards to. Strategies to grow equity and generational wealth Closing the gaps in healthcare, education, employment, and uh, employment and pay, neighborhood safety and fairness within criminal justice. I want to say that again because that's that's. I got a question for you. Right. So, according to the bill, money is going to go towards strategies to grow equity, generational wealth, closing gaps in healthcare education, employment, and pay, neighborhood safety, and fairness within the criminal justice. First of all, all this is supposed to be there anyway. Right. For sure. If you're going to make a bill 
that says reparations. I want the 10-week $80,000 pay increment. That's what I want. I can pay, I can make my education free if you give me $80,000 in, a, you know what I'm saying, 10 times for reparations. Right. What I need affordable housing for when you already supply it. Right, right. It's, I feel like with these measures, right, there's, there's going to be this level of red tape and subjectiveness that will not benefit everybody. You know what I'm saying? So when you start to go in, how does reparations look for someone who's doing well? Who's actually, you know, all right, I, I make enough income to afford my housing. I can, you know, save money. I have access to good health care. All of the things that you're trying to supply to me, am I still, am I not due reparations though? Hold on, though, Hanif. The answer is yes. You are due reparations. If you are the uh, descendants, I mean, if you are the, you know, you are the modern day relative right. of, of slavery, right? Absolutely. You know, then you are owed money. I don't care if you are a professor at Harvard. If you are a black American, male or female, and you know what I'm saying? And your descendants date back to 1609, where, you know, we were making mac and cheese and we didn't know what it was yet, then you are due. Right. So, so that's all that matters. But that's the point. That's the point with this. This is where welfare gets tricky in the hood because everybody, every black American, every brown American is not able to get welfare. Not saying that I want it or not. What I'm saying is, is that welfare, like the same way they're doing these reparations is going to be the way they have with welfare. Everybody's not going to be able to get dollar a day insurance, even though, let's be real, imagine if we can all have dollar a day insurance. That'd be great. (laughs) That would save a lot of money. But because of the disparity in these rules of equity, disparity of equity, you know, if you make, if your family has been brought up in Section 8, you're more likely to get welfare than someone who probably don't make as much money as your household either, but because they don't, they don't have a couple of family members that wasn't in welfare, now they gotta they look like middle-class citizens. But if you're in a low-income town, let's say Philly or North, Richmond, Flint, Michigan, you're, you're all living, you know, for the most part in a, you know, poorly. We need the reparations. Right. You know, I, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Cut the I, check. I, Cut the check and stop the symbolism. That's yes. simple. Simple as that. I'm tired of the taking down of the monuments, taking down the Confederate flags, trying to figure out whether black Americans should say the word nigga or not. How about give me the reparations so that we can build our own America in America so y'all can leave us the f- alone? How about that? Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet sh- right here. Are marriages meant to be this durable? Oh, no, these motherfuckers still talking about Will and Jada? Damn, mind your business. The durability in marriage is not about who can withstand the sickness in health. Because sickness and health to me, those are very subjective words. I mean, I remember my father being sick, having kidney failure, being on dialysis, and my mother being with him every step of the way. That's sickness and and health to me. Like being durable and lasting with someone through sickness and through health. If your mental health 
prescribes you to go deal with the R&B singer, why should I still want to be with you? Why should I want to say, you know what, I'm gonna still ride with you over this? Yo, you have made national attention and turned someone that wasn't a star into a hot topic. I, I mean, if, if anything for me, I just feel like, yo, this is a credibility to the power of this couple, of Will and Jada. Because for all we know, Jada could have had sex with you, Hanif, and you could have blew up and become a producer for ABC or something. I don't even know. What, what you saying? <laughs> I would blow up to be more than just a producer for ABC if I okay. had sex with Jada. But <clears throat> besides that, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I feel like this. I, I, I came across this meme and it had been floating around for a while, but it says that a relationship is only in jeopardy when the woman is not happy. Okay. And I feel like when you start looking at marriage and what it means to commit to that uh that that structure, that you know, that that bond, mm-hmm. you know, I, at some point. I feel like something has to give because when I when I look at this Will and Jada situation, what I see is contentment on Jada's part because she's secure in her spot knowing that this man ain't going nowhere. And what I see on Will's part is a battle, you know what I'm saying? A struggle of like, I have to work. I have to do the work. The burden is on me to keep my family together because if, if not for her, like she gets all of the, the benefit of me being her provider, protector, you know, person um, that's in her corner through thick or thin for sickness and health better or worse and all of that. Shit. And she can go and frolic and then come back and be glowing. Now, and I will say this. I will now hold on. Not, not to cut you off, though. I just I want to ask you this now. Everything that you said is what you said about that, about Jada getting the frolic and then get to come back to the pond like nothing never happened and it's all good. But what if it's like that based on what Will's success in Hollywood is, where maybe he's just getting to, you know, you know, make love or have sex, whatever you want to call it, get to have all these type of rendezvous and affairs with all of the lead Hollywood women in California. What about because- that? Because it's a it, because it's rumored, you know what I'm saying? You got all these rumors that that you gotta contend with. Who knows what's true? You got rumors that he's gay. You got rumors that he's sleeping with some of his co-stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have rumors. You don't have these women sitting down with Angela Yee saying that it's a fact. And you don't have us sitting on a red table in front of millions of people you know, putting our business out in the street and you don't have one of his lovers making a song with Rick Ross referencing me, Jada, and Tupac. Like, like, yo, it just opened up a whole can of worms that is putting, you know, all of this attention into our relationship, this negative attention, and now it's like open season. You had... 50 Cent came out and started trolling, putting up like a conversation that him and Will had where he was being disrespectful. You had Michael Blackson do it. 
like you have all of this shit going on. So it's like, you got to completely shut down and not access the internet. I mean, you are Will Smith and you have, you know, the world at your disposal, but it, I still feel like it's kind of hard to avoid the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is Jada's fame right now because Jada just made August Alcina a 2.3 million subscriber page on YouTube, okay? This dude got a song called Entanglement, which like I told you on our last, uh, on our last podcast, He's okay. Like, he's really the 14th best male R&B star. That Entanglement song is okay. Rick Ross made the song. And, you know, it just goes to show that this is where the star power of Jada needs to be at, in my opinion. It's just about if Jada wants... Jada can do her own thing without will and still be good. And I feel as though that she's scared to jump out of that box. I think... If you really want to liberate women, if you really want to give women a way to say, hey, I'm an independent woman, I'm strong, I'm fierce, this isn't about a man's worth, this is about my worth, why not show America that is true by having a divorce, leaving him, starting your own platform, giving your own services off under your platform, a bunch of women, Black, Latino, and white will follow. Welcome to the Late Night Cafe with your poet, the pilot of the Tuskegee training, the Nile River of Newark, New Jersey, and the greatest Henny Badger who ever lived, Nasur Nauru. Hello, my name is Nasur Nauru, and today my piece is called I Wish I Was Taller. I wish I was taller. It was a hot day, four hours in line at Great Adventure. The Great American Screen Machine was on my day's agenda. As the hours in line grew less, my emotion to thrill seek was swept by a tall white kid who told me to step aside to the left. I wish I was taller. My father is 5'10", but my mother's 5'4". But they are both all heart, and I wish they birthed five more. But even if it's six Nassuas running around these streets, we still look like six motherfucking elves passing out Keebler treats. I wish I was taller. I have relations with a six-foot airport clerk turned stripper who used my tall woman fantasy fetishes against me to buy her liquor. I even had sex with a 5'4 woman whose net worth is five mil, but she stopped calling me after our fifth date, the date that she chose to wear high heels. I wish I was taller. When tall guys get mad, their women buy them dinner and sex. But when I get mad, I have the Napoleon complex. Tall guys are insecure. They don't know what to do. Why I gotta pay $200 an hour just to show if I can slap it on your forehead too? Fuck. 
I wish I was taller. See, I get it. I get it. I'm conceited. I'm arrogant. I'm overbearing for what? Because an honor roll, because an honor roll, because a college degree really don't fucking matter if I'm considered a leprechaun who's shit out of luck. What does it really mean to be successful if you're physically flawed? And how can I find my one true love if the one who truly loves me is an invisible God? I wish I was taught. All right, that, that begs the question then for you as a man, right? Mm-hmm. As a man, uh, say for instance, you had a friend, yeah, a woman who came to you and was like, you know, I need X, Y, and Z. And uh, they try and use sex as a way to either entice you to give them what you're asking for or to repay you for what you've given them. What type of woman is this? Is this a sex work? Well, you know, I don't mean to say it like that. No, this is a, this is a friend of yours. Like just awesome. a friend of yours, she got into a, you know, a, a situation where she needed to borrow. I don't even want to say borrow, but she needed a thousand dollars for something. Right. Jesus. And then she, the, the proposition. I feel like the answer is no already, but keep going. The proper, <laughs> the proposition is, Hey, I'm in a bind. I need a thousand dollars. Um, I can't realistically pay you back, but I'm willing to offer some sexual favors in exchange for this transaction. What do you say? I'm saying no. Okay. There's nothing. I don't think there's nothing that a normal everyday nine to five woman can do that would equivalate to me giving her a thousand dollars sexually. Okay. I don't think there's a lot of women out here that do a lot of fetishes or sexual things that would make me say, yeah, this thousand dollars, I know you need it. No, um, <laughs> no. Well, that's, I, I, me personally, right? I would probably give the thousand dollars and then not take the sex. Okay, I mean, okay. I ain't mad at that. If that's what you want to do, it's a thousand dollars, yo. I get it, but I mean, if especially if this person, if this woman's a friend of mine, right? You know what I'm saying I wouldn't want her to feel like she's in a position where she has to, you know. And I'm I'm strictly going off the scenario and set it off, right? He wasn't necessarily her friend, but he was somebody that she went to that she knew she could go to for some money. He'd been trying to get with her all of this time and she knew what she had to do in order for her to get the money but she was in that position that's the point though i don't want to i don't want to have sex with a woman who's in that position i know and i feel you that's why i'm not knocking the fact that you would have given her that thousand dollars like okay you know i I know i wouldn't have like that's that's a lot of money you know what i'm saying but but you're right though but you are right you don't want to make no woman feel like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like. But I'm, I'm just trying to. I was just curious to see if you. I don't want to know a woman like that. You've never <laughs> been propositioned in that way. Nah, 
No, I haven't. I probably have, and 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 my strong mindedness has blurred that out so fast, like an anime, <laughs> like an anime cartoon, like it was some type of some type of aura just with with past me. I did the Matrix on it and just started yelling at her or something. I went off, or not yelling at her, but you know, I had to use logic to say what the hell was this about, you know? So yeah, I mean, but I'm not trying to act like I'm better. I mean, look, man, realistically. If if a if a situation like that did reveal itself to me, I would definitely want to make sure I do the right thing. And I'm gonna say it the way I just said it. I do the right thing because this is my homegirl. But see, that's my thing. I would do that for my homegirl that I'm plutonic with. I'm pretty sure I would give a thousand dollars to a woman that I'm that I've been plutonic with that have, you know what I mean held me down maybe. You know what I'm saying? Right. It it it, it couldn't have been a woman that I wanted to have sex with. That's the issue with it to me. Mm-hmm. Because the woman that I want to have sex with, think about it. Now, in a way, once again, I don't mean to use Jada, because we're talking about set it off, but you know, that's Jada from set it off. If I gave you a thousand dollars, I kind of would want more to it than just sex. Mm. You know, like, you don't want to be here. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what if, all right, so. So if, it's kind of sad. Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I would not, comp- like, I would not compromise myself with a woman that I want to, that I have a, like, I have a physical attractiveness to as mm-hmm. well. And she knows that. And she uses that to make me get, because there's so much, yo, uh, yo, for one night of sex though, like that was, that's basically how it looked in the movie. Yeah, it was just one time. But that's not enough. Like, yo, like, I'm not, I mean, for a, bro, this is, yo, what did Jake, once again, I don't mean to ask these questions, please, um, you know, hey, engineer, bleep them out, but I'm about to say it, is she sucking it from the, is she licking, what the is she doing? If you look in the thousand motherfucking dollars, yo, is she bringing the rest of the set it off crew? But Are they it, all jumping on this? Like, what is happening here? This is a thousand dollars. That's that is ninety percent of the rent money you need to pay for next month. All right, like what? Like once you get to a thousand, it's like the couple hundred or whatever. That's just you know, like all right. Well, you know, I'll work on that next month. Yeah. What are you talking about, honey? A thousand dollars for one night of Jada Pinkett is not enough. I need all four set it off. I even take Queen Latifah if it means I get Jada, <laughs> Vivica, and the other chick too. Okay, whatever I need to do, but a thousand dollars equivalents that, not just one. Mm. I'm sorry, like no, you know what I'm saying. So, but if it's my homegirl that I never had sex with, or hey, I'll even be real. Let's say I had sex with 12 years ago, but we haven't had sex in 12 years. Like this is my homegirl. And we grew from that. Let me ask you this thing. Be the closest to get that money. You know? well, when well, we a woman that wanna me, I mean, that, that knows I wanna her. And, well, damn, I've said it nasty, but it, I'm gonna just keep saying it like that. A woman that knows that I, that I do wanna and I say I just wanna but I do wanna And nice. you think I would get a thousand dollars out of that? Like, you out of your No, but what, all right, so what's the, would it be crazily, disrespectful to proposition a woman, like say if it's a woman that you are attracted to and you wanted to have sex with her, but y'all really didn't, y'all 
couldn't connect in that way. And you just said, it was like, listen, I'm really into you. Uh, I'll pay you a thousand dollars to uh, spend the night with you. What? What? Like, yeah, yeah, if you remember the movie Indecent Proposal, like he yeah. offered that man a million dollars to spend one night with his wife. But he was in need, though, Hanif. He lost his money. Remember that. When you're in need, like these are, it's like these are the crack pipe deals right here. Like this is when shit just gets real. No, but what I'm saying to you is that if that's a scenario, right? Yeah. So uh, if the money's not an issue. You know what I'm saying? And it's a, you create a situation where the sex is strictly transactional. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, stop making me, oh, that's, I, I don't, my mindset don't work like that. Like sex is not a trans, sex is a transaction where it's free technically. It doesn't, it shouldn't have to cost anything. Mm. We created that market. Yo, and that's another thing about that. Men can recreate the market. Men can just stop buying Hmm. If you just stop buying, then you ain't gonna have women running around saying, "Oh, well, I want three hundred for an hour." So if they running around saying something egregious like that, that lets me know that it's some dummy that has done that before. Yeah, but then you gotta level the playing field because that's what I'm saying. But that's why you gotta shut it down. Like, just stop making calls for two months. I bet you, you'd be like, "Yo, I'm coming over there for an hour, and it's a hundred. and she'll be like, "I." <laughs> you might go lower, it might say 70. I'm just saying, you can shut down a market as a group of people. I wonder, you know, anyway, I don't get into that. But I'm just saying, a group of people has to shut down the market. Can't be one person. Only one person with a good idea won't never work. Never will work. You know what I'm saying? But 2,000 people with that same idea, it will do wonders. And that's what you would have to do to that type of market. For so, so women wouldn't, well, I'm not trying to say it's just women, but people wouldn't even come at it on that angle. I need something, you know what I mean? I'm going to give you a little piece of me, give me some Like, it never equates to the same. Like, you know, it just never, like, yo, bro, $1,000 for sex, man. Like, what? And you know she needs the money. So understand, it ain't a, you could call her next week, ask her how she doing, you want to come back. She not coming back, bro. Yo, bro. You just gave her $1,000. Well, I was thinking about this the other day, right? You know how, like, $40 cash app is the running theme for, you know, sexual transactions or whatever. 40 Send her $40, and that's supposed to be the going rate for it. It's, a, it's just a running joke. Oh, that's funny. Right, but my thing about it is, is that I'm a, I'm of the mind that if I'm willing to pay forty dollars for sex and that's valuable to me, then I'm valuing myself and my sex at forty dollars. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily want to take part in that transaction because it feels cheap in that way. But paying a thousand dollars at a premium rate, I feel like, okay, it makes it, it makes it that much, it's like a, a quality type of transaction. Hanif, how do you know you're getting premium service? See, this is, see, now you turn sex into a service, which is really not, but if you want to make it a service, 
then penetration is not good enough. <laughs> what are you like? I can't, yo, at, yo, I mean, not to be rude, but once you enter in, it's almost the same at this point. It's all in the woman that you're doing it with. This is where love, that's how you know love is real because, I mean, I can, I can honestly tell you I do not know what the best, you know, best sex I ever had. I really don't know. It's, isn't that, that's telling, that's saying something though, right? That's saying that is not necessarily worth as high as someone wants to make it. At the same time, it's not worth as low as maybe some men would like to make it. You know, is as good as the woman that you love. So if I love a woman, a thousand dollars is meaningless, huh? A thousand, but you know why I don't give a fuck when it's a thousand and it's meaningless? Because this woman is with me. I'm with her. We're together doing. Well, we shouldn't be having. We uh, if that if if that tells me anything, it just says we shouldn't be having meaningless sex. Like, no, no, no. We should, but the problem is again, no one is honest about the meaning the meaningless sex they want to have because they're not even experienced in the shit. What could you offer me for a thousand dollars? Bro, what I'm saying, what do you, what do you what do you offer for a thousand dollars? You know what I'm saying? Like if if I'm saying to you that I'm gonna pay a thousand dollars for this sexual transaction, then I'm gonna make sure that I get my thousand dollars worth by making it into something that is a good experience for me. It can't be you know, I pay you a thousand dollars and then wait for you to make the moment. You gotta make the moment. Nah, bro. Listen, you already came with the idea of you wanting a thousand dollars. So you must have an idea of what this a thousand, what the portrait is gonna look like. You painted the picture already. You came up with the plan. I didn't come up with the plan. Why should I tell you how this, how this is gonna go for a thousand dollars? And actually I did five minutes ago when I told you the whole cast has set it off, is gonna have to go do it. Cause that's just, that's how that's gonna have to go down. It's not gonna yo one woman for a thousand bucks just it doesn't mesh out to me. It doesn't equivalent. It really don't. So that's just me though. I mean, someone else may think differently. However, it just goes back to the whole necessity. When someone has well, matter of fact, my point I'm just making to just to reflect on what you just said. The point I'm making is that she has to come up with the plan. You must know. Why should I have to say anything about that? You want you want a thousand dollars. I don't want to give up a thousand dollars. So what are you offering? Right? No. This is coming from my account, not yours. I mean, I'm trying to figure this out, bro. Right. By the border, I told it. Top knock down, blowing purple Minnesota. Trying to get my young beast so devoted. Mama made a man, so a young got a tiller. Couple hood jobs and a man got promoted. See the name on the check, bank teller. I told it. Horse shirt, horse power, my controller. That hater, like, damn, he taught no church in the wild. Oh, God, oh, Lordy. Life's like this, no job, no 40. If you got 40s, you the nigga they stortin'. Cream Chevy drop, put the money you totin'. Mark nigga, bitch nigga ain't totin' no more. Nigga can't open no doors. Whack nigga, whack nigga, you about to get chores. Dead body all over your core. Reloaded, reloaded with the killers. I told it, no girls, all hands like Toto. Told it, yo, we 
dark skin, deep throated, this is courtesy. A clear place, we tote it. That California king, we grow it. AKA, we tote it. Let me tell you something from a real nigga that I'm quoting. By any means, I'm toting. Need spot for the game that I'm toting. Black palace trash land where you smoking. Yo. Take what you're talking. Fly a little vulture, both wings, I told it. Tuskegee, four words, real nigga, most voted. Real nigga, most voted. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, rock with Toting on something, something, motherfucker, like. Nigga rock with it, it's no other I'm the one to fulfill your mother I'm the one in this yellow Call on Yolo Bola like Pinky fucking She them killers is plenty of us We be wildin' our bands are heavy Out the cage from the Serengeti Not the father for every Chevy's Fuck a dollar, need every penny Fuck with mine, I shoot every semi Don't you fuck with me Woman told me protect your land She need safety from devil's hand If you touch her, you devil's hand Call my name on your melee yeah. Turn your body to skeleton I'm a king cause I fought him for it What a moment I pull a road and Hope that shit don't stop polarizing But I want it, I saw a Jordan Feel like fucking and more and more Hey yo, what the fuck? Right here.